So, true story, not all answers to common problems can be found in a textbook. Also true, not all problems that you face in the lab are considered common. And that's why the National Society for Histotechnology is bringing to you this podcast as part of our Histo Help series. Let other NSH members help you with your problems, big and small, common and uncommon, thick and thin, at least if we're talking about sectioning. And don't forget, solutions like these can be found throughout the halls of the 45th Annual NSH Symposium Convention, taking place in New Orleans, Louisiana this year, September 20th to the 25th. And if you have a tip or trick that you'd like to share, reach out. We'd love to feature you on a future episode of HistoHelp. If you had somebody starting new in your lab or you were training somebody, what's a common mistake that you see that you can correct people or a piece of advice you would give somebody? Yes, labels, uh, patient labels, uh, <laughs> uh, labels on uh, <laughs> containers, labels on stuff. Uh, I, I'm saying this because I had a recent issue, not in my lab necessarily. Uh, anyway, you get a you get a container. It's labeled one thing. You're reading it and you're you're thinking this isn't you know this seems weird. The standard is you have to have at least two patient identifiers for one, and you also have to you know confirm it through this entire process because the worst thing you can do is to mix up patient specimens. I know in one place where that's happened, not me specifically, where two containers were mixed up and the labels were mixed up and it it actually became a legal case. So that's the severity of it. And so you can understand how, you know, significant that is just reading and keeping things organized. Just don't mix your specimen containers together, keep them separate, check the labels check the labels again. When you go to write a cassette, check the label again, check the label to the paperwork. You can't check the label and you can't check the paperwork too many times. Just uh, a couple of days ago, I got a patient who's, who I was confused because they uh, had their maiden name on the container and wow. I couldn't figure it out because they had they had a married name and a maiden name and some some of the paperwork had the maiden name and then there was a married name and the first name was right. And to make it even more confusing, like we also had specimens from someone who have a very similar name too. So I was trying to figure out what was going on with these specimens because, I mean, we get, we get at least uh, probably 10 to 20 specimens a day at least. So, you know, we're getting all these specimens. We have a lot of people who live in the area. We're a community hospital. So a lot of people have the same name. You had somebody newer in your lab or you were just training somebody. What was some of the first steps a person who finds an artifact should take to try to identify what the cause of it was? Uh, I kind of have a walk it back method. A new person who's coming to learn, learn to be a histotech in my lab, it is good to have a lot of you know, questions about what it could be because it's such a variety of possible things that you have to probably assess. So like if you have like if it's some kind of breakage or like tear or something in the tissue, you should look back at the block, how you cut it, um, try cutting a new slide. Um, usually if I have an artifact, the first thing I would do is I would recut the slide and I would stain it. And if the recut slide stains well, then it probably was something done by cutting. If the recut slide doesn't stain well, then you know, it's not something that was done by microtomy. If the recut slide doesn't stain well, then I can typically rule out microtomy issues. 
then I like try to change the staining reagents. So if I have a recut slide, it doesn't stain well, I change the staining reagents. I recut a new slide and I stain it. And if the recut slide on the change staining reagents don't stain well, then I can rule out you know, microtomy and rule out the staining reagent. So that would probably lead me to assume something like processing could be involved <laughs> or some other factor. Um, so I, it's kind of like a rule out type thing. Sure. Uh, for H&E and for special stains, it's a little more easy. For things like IHCs, it's a lot harder because IHCs have so many more complex factors involved with the antibodies and other reagents. Uh, for Something like an H&E, you could just change out all the stains. And if you change out all the stains, if you have two different types of tissues processed differently um, and you run them both on the same stain and you get like different results, I mean, if you get the same result and they're both weirdly stained, then you know it's not processing. So sure. you could kind of rule out processing and you could go back and use an old block that you know was stained well previously and test that out. So it's just ruling things out um, and, you know, kind of ruling out, like rule out microtomy, rule out processing, rule out staining, and try to rule out different reagents and parts. If you see an artifact and then you go back and you redo things and you try to work your way backward and redo parts of it, then that way you actually can figure out yourself without even like reading a text or anything like through process learning. And that helps you remember it a lot better because you're actually taking part in the process and you're sure. seeing how things change with it. So I think that's a real good way to learn, like error-based learning and actually working through the process because we're a technical field. When you get down to it, we're technicians. You, you know, you could read the Mayer textbook all you want. Sure, it has a lot of good information, but what matters is applying that in the laboratory, actually taking that knowledge and applying it and doing the technical portion of it. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, if you'd like to be featured on one of our Histo Help episodes, send us an email, histo at nsh.org. Mm-hmm.